I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone. I hope you're checking out one hour of Five Yard Rush, one of the best podcasts on NFL football in the UK. Hey there, Rush Nation. Here we are. Week one, almost in the books. Just got tonight's game, Monday Night Football, Jets and Bills to go. But man, so good to have football back. Cannot believe it. Come on, week one's already in the books. Yeah, I think that's 117th for the 118th for the season gone. And it just goes in a quick, quick flash. But it's so great for it to be back. Lots of storylines, lots of exciting things. Um, from last night unless you know you're a a Giants fan and probably slightly less that was a pretty awful start to the season for them but unbelievable to have it back and to see the quality and I know that there were some teams that are very disappointed I know a lot of you have got fantasy teams that didn't um, play up to expectations Uh, those of you were Bengals players I've got Bengals players um you know, didn't didn't live up to expectation. There was a lot of players that that didn't do what we thought they would do, and and you know that's pretty standard for week one. You know, it doesn't always click into gear. You got to remember, preseason is virtually a non-event now for most of these star players. Most of them don't really play, don't have a lot of time to get going. So week one is just an opportunity to get going. So don't panic if your team didn't do well this week. It can't be lost in the first week. But if you are looking to make some changes, means you had J.K. Dobbins, who is unfortunately out for the season, or, you know, you're looking at your lineup, you know, you're looking at your teams, you know, with Cooper Cup going to IR and you've got a roster spot, or you're just looking to freshen up that bench a little bit. Don't you worry, I've got all the picks here that you will need, and let's get straight into it. So let's start with some quarterbacks. Not that I should imagine any of you are really looking for quarterbacks, but if you are, um, two quarterbacks you can look at here. Brock Purdy, 24.5% owned, uh, 16.8 fantasy points. Um, 
solid. He's never going to be a, a huge, amazing stand-up, challenging for QB1 options, but he's got such a safe floor and he's very consistent every single week. He's the first player in NFL, or first quarterback in NFL history to win his first regular season starts by throwing at least two touchdowns uh, as well in the process. He's also the highest QB rating across those six games. He's getting about 95 points every week on average. So pretty amazing stuff, really, for a guy who was Mr. Irrelevant or, uh, last year uh, to be doing what he's doing. So uh, definitely worth a, a safe floor pickup if you are looking for a quarterback. Another one is Jordan Love. 15.8% owned 23 fantasy points. Now, I talked about Jordan Love and said on the flagship show, and I've said a few times this season, I just can't believe that he's going to be bad. And he was massively slept on by analysts, by uh, the community. And this isn't me victory lapping. It's one game. You know, he could be. But at the same point, I just look at it and think you kept this guy on your roster for three years. You traded Aaron Rodgers. There is something in him. He's a former first-round pick. There is something in this player that they like as an organization, and that is why they have gone and started with him. They've gone with that confidence, and he put in an excellent performance against the Bears last night. So I'm not sitting here projecting that he's going to be a top-five fantasy quarterback or even a top-eight fantasy quarterback every week, but people have slept on him thinking he can't do much if he's not playing for three years, and and, and that's a fair comment to a degree but he was behind Aaron Rodgers, and this is what Green Bay do. They've done this from Favre to Rodgers, and now they've done it from Rodgers. Or well, they did it with Favre. Um, Favre waited a couple of years, and he took over. Then Rodgers waited three years, he took over, and now it's Love. I'm not saying Love is the next Favre or the next Aaron Rodgers. Far from it. But there is a player there, and we started to see that last night. So if you're looking for a decent fantasy option, I think, for me, Jordan Love has been slept on. His ownership will go through the roof this week. If you are looking for a solid backup option with high-end upside, Jordan Love might be that guy. So you've got a floor play in Purdy, and then you've got a high-upside play in Jordan Love. Moving on to those running backs, Tyler Algier, 44% owned. So again, probably not going to be available in all your leagues or most of your leagues, but the Falcons do run the ball a lot. And we saw Bijan's going to be this weapon across the field in the, you know, in the receiving game, and he's going to get carries. But Tyler Algier is going to do a a lot of the work on the ground as a north-south runner. Was, they were very happy with him last season. Bijan was using a very different archetypal type of weapon. Um, and Tyler is going to get work. He's going to be that sort of flex play every week with high upside. Like this week, he was extraordinary with 24.4 fantasy points. But that's not going to be him every week. I'm not saying you own Algier to start him, but he, he has to be rostered more than that. And he has to be available uh, on benches. He's going to be a good bi-week play. He's going to be a good flex play when you're struggling. So I, I like Algier. Um, I've got him on some rosters. Definitely look towards and see if he's there. Uh, let's talk about Roshan Johnson. Mentioned him a couple of times on this podcast. 21.7% owned, uh, 17.5 fantasy points yesterday. He is going to be the guy. It, you know, I, I said all off-season, I didn't believe in Herbert. Didn't believe he was going to be the true one because why would you sign Dante Foreman? Why would you draft Johnson, Donta Foreman got hurt. He missed a lot of the preseason. I thought he would start stronger than he has. He didn't have a bad game, Donta, uh, Donta Foreman. But Roshan Johnson, you can see this now. I really genuinely believe he is trending towards being the, the guy to own in that Chicago backfield. So 21.7% owned. Get in on him now. Again, not predicting him to be a, a, an RB1 most weeks, but I'm sitting here thinking he has got to be owned more than that. 
as an RB2 flex option for sure. Uh, and that usage will go up. Another one, 21.7% owned is Kenneth Gainwell. All off-season analysts, uh, beat writers have been telling us that Kenneth Gainwell is going to get a huge amount of work. And he, he did. You know, Richard Penny was a, a scratch. He was a healthy scratch, which is a real concerning sign for him. And it's all pointing towards Gainwell getting significant work in this offense. There, he's going to be a committee back. He is going to be someone who, again, limited upside. But again, that safe floor appears to be there. 11.4 fancy points could rush in some touchdowns. You know, he's a player, again, who's got to be owned more than he is, considering what this position could be like. Stocking your pl- your bench with these types of players, there is going to be some opportunity to play them as the seasons go on. Let's move on to Kyron Williams. He's around about 10% owned. 17.4 fantasy points yesterday. I'm not saying he's going to do that every week, but he's the clear handcuff to Akers. More importantly, it looks like he's the successor to Akers. He looked really, really strong yesterday. Um, the way that they're lining him up in, in, pack, in certain packages and the way that they're going to try and utilize him. He's going to get work through the season. But we know with Cam Akers as well, he always has a tendency to get hurt. You know, he's, he's never really played a full season. So with Kyron Williams there, he looks like he's going to be successful. He looks like if the um if the if the Rams struggle, which they didn't yesterday, but if they do tend to struggle towards the end of the season, that usage of Williams can go up. So I really like adding him. 10% only will be available in most leagues. I'd be adding him onto as many benches as you can. He looks like a really good option. Let's talk about what's going on or what might happen in Baltimore. So you've got here two options. You're going to have Gus Edwards or Justice Hill on the back of J.K. Dobbins' really awful injury yesterday, season-ending Achilles injury. That looks like that probably going to be his career, and it's unfortunate the amount of injuries that he's had. He's out for the season. Now, Justice Hill got all the headlines. He was the one that got the goal line carries. He was the one that scored the points, you know, 12.9 fantasy points here. 12 of those points were touchdowns. You can't bank on that every week. The players in your league who are going to just look at who scored the points and perhaps not have watched the games or watched the utilization will all point to Hill. And also the fact he's 0.3% owned, he's available in every league. So I'm not saying don't add him, absolutely add him. But just keep an eye on Gus Edwards. He's about 30% owned. Gus Edwards was the guy who did a lot of the work and got a lot of the carries and be a lot more of the consistent running back. So it's going to be a two-headed committee between uh, Edwards and Hill. I would lean towards, if available, Edwards. I think Edwards is going to get more work. I think it's going to be more steady work and more projectable work. And I think the touchdowns will potentially come. Hill might be used in more of those sort of flashy packages and two-minute drills. Um, actually, maybe not. Yeah, and and goal line work. And so I think I, I want a part of both of them. If I had to pick the one I'm more likely to play in a lineup every week, it's going to be Edwards. But I'm, if Edwards is owned, I'm quite happy to shove in on Hill. I think if you're talking about Fab, for all the players have talked about, Algier is the one I'd probably put the most Fab on. He's the most owned. He's going to have the biggest role going forward. You know, I'd, I'd be looking at sort of 5% of Fab for Algier. I'd look about 5% of Fab for, for Rochelle Johnson because I just believe in where the trajectory is going to go. I really believe he's going to be the back to own in Chicago. Uh, for Gamewell, Williams, Hill, Edwards, you know, I think significantly lower. But I think on Hill and Edwards, I think you're going to need to put more than 5% of fab on those players to get them. I think you might need to put as much as 10%. You've got to assess your roster and see if that's worth it. For Williams and Gamewell, 
I wouldn't really wouldn't put more than three percent of Fab on them. I think that Williams is going to have more value. I think Gamewell is going to be useful, as I said, but I, I just think there's a limited upside there, just the way that Philly run their offense. So I think if you can get any of these players, great, but don't overspend. It's week one. Don't panic too much. Um, quarterback Fab. I didn't mention quarterback Fab because really you don't want to spend more than a dollar on them just because it, it's a backup QB. These guys aren't going to be QB1 options. Don't spend more than you need to. And if someone goes and bids five bucks from, good luck to them. Let them have them. Don't spend more than a dollar on your backup fan. It's like an auction draft. You just don't spend that much on, on those kind of players. Uh, let's move to wide receivers. Um, there's quite a few to talk about here. Let's start with Zay Jones. Zay Jones, 30.1% owned, uh, 16.5 fantasy points. I, I talked about him in the matchup showing he's, you know, or, or on the pod last week, that he's he's kind of like this solid player, 10 points. He's not going to give you a lot of upside. And then here I am talking about him on the waiver wire. The reason I'm talking about him on the waiver wire is actually I kind of thought that the usage warrants this. Now, in the preseason, we saw him lining up in uh, a lot of the two wide receiver sets with Calvin Ridley. And Calvin Ridley, by the way, is a monster for what he did yesterday, considering he's not played for nearly 700 days in the NFL. Phenomenal performance. But it looks like that Zay Jones is the guy to own over Christian Kirk. I'm not saying drop Christian Kirk. But if I'm a Christian Kirk owner, I'm severely worried because Zay Jones played a lot more of those two wide receiver sets than Christian Kirk did yesterday. He caught the touchdown. I really am starting to see that Zay Jones could be, and it's one game, so let's not, let's not overreact. But I'm starting to see this trend. Saw it in the preseason. Saw it again last night. Starting to see potentially this trend to Zay Jones being the wide receiver two in Jacksonville. And if that's the case, I want that because Jacksonville is going to be a good offense. They play in a poor division. They're going to have plenty of the ball. They're going to score a lot of points. They've got the offense to do it. I would be looking to try and get a piece of Zay Jones. For me, worth 2 to 4% of fab. Have a spin on him. See what you get. I don't agree with spending much more than that. Um, but he's someone that I would be really interested in. Um, Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Let's talk about some of these lower owned. The rest of these are all under 10% owned um, because there's a bit of a parity between sort of that 30% owned and then all the way down. But there's some great names that came out. Let's start with Kendrick Bourne. Um, 1.5% owned, not a player I thought we would talk about this season, completely off my radar this season. He's uh, got 24.4 fantasy points. He's the wide receiver four on the week going into tonight's games. Wide receiver four, it's mad. But he got 11 targets yesterday. 
11 targets. You know, Parker didn't play. Juju, I mean, Juju looks lost, doesn't he? He looks absolutely, looks like he's almost finished. He looks like a player who's, who's played for 20 years. And he's just sort of hanging on. Um, Kendrick Bourne was the guy who got the work. And admittedly, they were heavily behind early and then were chasing a game. And I'm not sitting here expecting Kendrick Bourne to be the guy every week. But 11 targets? That says to me there's something there that we don't know that we need to explore. And he's worth an ad just on that. I think it will go under the radar. I think you can get him quite cheap. One, two dollars. One, two percent of fab. It's a speculative ad. I'm not sitting here saying that he's going to be phenomenal for the rest of the season. I'm not sitting here saying you should chase week one performances. But if you're in a league, especially a deep league, and you need to add something, Kendrick Bourne is probably a guy that you should be looking at, especially in those deep charity leagues, if they do waiver wise, like the Scott Fishbowl, or if you're in uh, a league where you've got a lot of bench spots, uh, Kendrick Bourne, it's worst players to add. I, I like guys who get targets. I like the volume. Could be a one-off, but I, I, I like the look of this. Let's talk about, speaking of one-off, Puku Nakua. Stocks talked about him last week and talked about how um, he he's a player he really likes. 2.3% owned. 21.9 fantasy points. He's the wide receiver eight on the week. And we were wondering what's going to happen now Cooper Cup's out. Well, it looks like Puku Nakua is going to play the Cooper Cup role. Um, 15 targets he got. He led the league. With Tyreek Hill in targets uh, this week so far, going into tonight's games, I can't imagine that's going to get matched or beaten. So it looks like those two are going to be uh, the leaders in week one in targets. And it looks like he's going to play that role. 110 yards, a touchdown. Yeah, you've got, you've got to add Pukanaku, at least in the short term. And this could be a fluke, but this could be what we're going to see at least for the next few weeks. And then if Cup doesn't come back off week four, you're effectively, I'm not saying you're buying Cooper Cup's volume or role, but you're buying a significant piece of this and you're getting it for a couple of dollars of fab. I wouldn't go mad again. I'm not saying spend 10% of fab, but if you can get him for under 5% of fab, and you've got to think about all these. I'm not saying you add all these players I'm talking about. You've got to look at your league, look at the context, look at your bench, look at what you need. But if you're going to add someone at the wide receiver position this week, Bukanaki is the guy I want to own because he's the one with the highest ceiling but it might be for the most limited time. So you've got to be a little careful. You don't want to sit here and blow a huge amount of your fab that you're going to need later in the season or Puganakua. But at the same point, I think, again, he might go slightly under the radar in some of those quieter leagues. In the deep league, he's going to go. He's going to be expensive. In like the Scottish Bowl, you're going to need to spend north of 10% of fab. Probably going to have to spend closer to 20 because there's just not that many players with that kind of volume uh, and potential. So he's a player you've got to own uh, in that kind of format and worth spending the money on. player I've talked about absolutely loads uh, in the history of this podcast, and he pops up again, is Robert Woods. I said many, many times on this podcast this season, I don't understand Robert Woods' uh, ADP, and I don't understand his ownership. His ownership declined this week. He went down to 2.7% owned. I don't get that. He's the clear wide receiver one on his team, and he's owned by 2.7%. I know Houston are bad. Like, I get it. They're not a good football team. They're not going to score a ton of points. But somebody has to get the ball on that team. It's going to be Robert Woods. Ten targets yesterday. It's not exciting. It's not sexy. He's not got a high ceiling. But that floor is as safe as it comes. He's got 11.7 fantasy points in what was a pretty awful offensive display. That's a floor for me. It's going to be about that level. It's 10 targets, add Robert Woods, 2.7%. Uh, and I think because it wasn't sexy, I think you can get him for 2% of fab, for sure. 
Let's talk about Kansas City. Let's talk about Ashley Rice. 9.5% owned. Uh, 11.6 fantasy points uh, yesterday. Um, this is one you're kind of trying to buy in on, hoping it pans out. It, again, this is a real speculative uh, ad, potentially. He um, played only 31% of snaps, but he looked good. He looked, uh, sort of for me, the pick of the wide receivers in terms of the threat. Um, really hungry, got the draft capital. We've talked about him a few times. Uh, I definitely think he's a player that's worth an ad. Wouldn't go crazy again, one to 2% of fab. I think you can uh, get on Rashi Rice. I think you'll go under the radar. Uh, I don't think, again, he's a player that a lot of people, I think, you know, they'll chase potentially uh, Zay Jones. They'll chase maybe a couple of other wide receivers. Um, I don't think Rashi Rice is one that loads of people are going to go in on. And I think you've got to be a bit cautious as well. If someone wants to go all in and push in on it, then let them because I wouldn't go crazy. I don't think you need that kind of, you know, 31% of saps. That's a concern. Uh, but he did look good on that. Looks like he could earn more through the season. I think he's going to need to earn more. There hasn't wasn't really a proper standout in that uh, team. He did get the touchdown. That's encouraging. Uh, so one to keep an eye on there. Um, and then if you're in a really super deep league, let's talk about Trey Palmer, 0.6% owned. Scored a touchdown yesterday, 8.8% owned. He's a wide receiver three on the Bucks, which didn't look overly appealing coming into the season. They looked a bit better on offense than perhaps, well, especially myself and maybe others expected. Um, very, again, speculative ad. If something happens to a Mike Evans, which he does go down a few games a season typically, or a Chris Godwin, then, then you know, Trey Palmer is a guy who's going to step up. He's wide receiver three. He's going to get standalone volume anyway. He looks like they want to incorporate this guy more and more. A lot of buzz about him in camp. Again, 0.6%. You can get him for zero. I, I'm pretty convinced no one is bidding on him this week. So I'm pretty sure if you've just got a deep spot in a in a deep league and you're looking for someone, Trey Palmer's a guy though. Don't need to spend any fab on him. I think you can pick him up for nothing, stash him away, and see if that grows and develops further. I think it will. I think it's worth perspective out. Wouldn't spend fab on him, but I think in a deep league, he's worth an ad. Tight ends, just a, uh, three to talk about this week. We'll start with the most owned, Zach Hertz, uh, 39.7% owned. <laughs> he had a funny day yesterday. Uh, 8.1 fantasy points, not overly sexy. Um, he had a stat line was six for 21. I mean, that's a, I mean, <laughs> I don't quite know how that happens, um, but it did. Um, I know that the Arizona offense isn't is great, right? But they, they put up some points. I think Dobbs at times looked okay. I think he looked all right. He didn't wasn't outstanding, but he showed some good ways. Considering he's been on the team two weeks and he openly admits he doesn't know or the names of all the players on his team and he's got, they've got their names on the back of the jerseys. Um, but Zach Kurt's got 10 targets yesterday. There's not many, um, tight ends that are going to get that kind of volume. I think that's a pretty consistently safe volume. It wasn't sure if we, he was going to be available. He looks healthy. He looks good. Uh, 39.7% owned. He's worth an ad of a dollar, maybe, uh, if you're struggling in a tight end position. A lot of injuries this week. Uh, very much a wasteland. Uh, but the two to really target, uh, Hunter Henry, 4.1% owned. 16.6 um, uh, fantasy points. He is the tight end one this week. Um, and he's... You know, don't worry about Mike Kaziki. He is nowhere. <laughs> you know, it's it's Mac Jones, it's Hunter Henry. We've seen this the last couple of years. Very much a touchdown dependent player, but he's someone that, especially at Foxborough, gets a lot of touchdowns. He's a home touchdown player. He likes to get a lot of touchdowns at home. If you look at the propensity of uh, and the volume of his touchdowns at home versus uh, away, they tend to mostly come at Foxborough. Um, so a player to add, player to have on your bench, uh, play to, especially if you've got someone like Chig who was really disappointing. I'm not saying you abandon him, but you need to have a plan B. Hunter Henry could be that plan B. Uh, if not Hayden Hurst, 4.8% uh, owned, 15.1 fantasy points. He's the Titan 2 on the week coming into tonight. Um, there's just no wide receivers, really. And Feeden was disappointing. Jonathan Mingo wasn't that great. 
Um, you know, did your chunks hurt? So there's not a huge amount of wide receiver volume. And I think when you've got that situation there, it tends to be that the wide receiver, uh, the tight end will get the red zone work. He scored uh, yesterday. He is going to be that red zone option uh, for Bryce Young as he continues to develop and improve. Um, you're chasing touchdowns with Hayden Hurst, but I think he will score a decent amount this season. Again, not saying you should start him, but he's someone that you should keep an eye on and, and add. Both those guys, or all three of those guys, wouldn't spend a lot. It's back in tight end position. Zero to one dollar, maybe two, if you want to push the boat out and desperately get one of these guys. Um, but they are, you know, they're touchdown dependent wide receivers. It's a third. He's got a safer floor because of that volume. Um, he's going to get, he's going to get a decent volume this season. DST streamers of the week. If you're streaming your DSTs, there's two, one. I'm going to hyper pick here. The Buccaneers, 9% owned. Um, again, probably going to go under the radar, but they scored, th- you know, three turnovers yesterday. Um, they held a very, very good. Minnesota Vikings offense to just 41 yards uh, on the ground. Um, I mentioned the three turnovers. They held them to just 17 points. All signs go well. They've got Chicago this week. Chicago have a run team. Don't put a lot of points in the air. Um, And then when you look at the fact that the Buccaneers are so much stronger on the ground, like I said, they held Minnesota to 41 yards rushing. They've always been consistently the last three or four years. This defense hasn't changed much in that time has been consistently brilliant at stopping the run. It's always been top three ranked offense in stopping the run or defense in stopping the run. They're going to do the same. It's a really good matchup for them to tackle. Um, so I really like the back of these defense this week. If you want to go really contrarian, the Colts uh, defense, 0.9% owned. They had a good outing um, yesterday uh, against Jacksonville. You know, they, they got turnovers. They they held the, the, the Jags till late, really. It was only really a late flourish. Um, but they've got Houston this week. So again, you're looking at targeting those rookie QBs uh, like CJ Stroud, where they haven't got a lot of offense. This could be a really good opportunity for the Colts to uh, capitalize there with a really strong, they've got a really strong defensive unit, especially that linebacker position and and that defensive line. They're going to get pressure. They're going to get sacks. They're going to potentially force some turnovers on Sunday. So really like them. 0.9% energy. They should be free. Have them as a speculative um, streaming paper this week. Finish on the kickers. Two kickers this week to target. Nick Falk, 2.6% owned, uh, 18 fantasy points. I think he's the kicker two on the week. Um, Really simple. Uh, you know, he's consistently always been very, very consistently good, accurate kicker. Surprisingly left New England, really. I guess it was a cap thing. Um, but he always has been a, a very good and consistent kicker. He's going to do the same for Tennessee. And, you know, they will rely on him. They're not going to always be able to punch in points. So I'm looking at him thinking he's going to be a good solid option. Uh, Jake Moody uh, in San Francisco. 5.5% owned. San Francisco look good on offense, don't they? They're going to look good on offense for a while. So you want to get a piece of that offense, and that includes the kicker position. So have a look at him. He's worth an ad, uh, absolutely for sure. Um, and that's going to do it for the wave wire this week. Uh, appreciate you tuning in. Appreciate you um, looking at, looking and listening to us. I uh, hope you found this session useful. Sorry if there, towards the end of that there was a bit of lag um, for viewing, but I hope you find it useful. Uh, regardless, and I'm looking forward to catching up with all of you, hearing about your week one uh, picks. Um, don't forget, you can get in contact with me at Murph underscore NFL. Don't forget the Patreon. Uh, you can subscribe for just a pound a month. Uh, there's other tier options available where you get some merch we send to you after a certain period of time. Um, but get in touch there as well uh, because you join the WhatsApp group with some great minds in there and you get access to, to me and your teams. I'm going to always answer questions from the WhatsApp group and from the Patreons first. Not always going to answer questions uh, through Twitter, but I'll try and get to as many as I can. Um, so just go through there. But anyways, 
looking forward to catching up with you later in the week. I'll come back with the matchup show. Check out the Dynasty show tomorrow night. Uh, but as always, don't forget, keep rushing. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.